0: I'm John.
1: And I'm John, Tom Hatch and Harry's Thriving Dildo Sales.
0: This is Hold Up, this is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. You're not funny Tom, you're fat, and you look as though you should be, but you're not. Cue the theme song!
1: Look at that one there. Hand made in Italy, hand stolen in Stepney. It's as long as my arm, I wish it was as long as something else. If the milk turns out to be sour. I ain't the kind of pussy to drink it. The problem is, Willie, that Charles and yourself are not the quickest of cats at the best of times. So just do as I say and keep the fucking cage locked. What else do I get with it?
2: You get a gold of Rolls-Royce. As long as you pay for it. Don't know the time. Seems expensive.
1: If you hold back anything, I'll kill you. If you bend the truth, or I think you're bending the truth, I'll kill you. If you forget anything, I'll kill you. In fact, you're going to have to work very hard to stay alive, Nick. Now, do you understand everything I've said? Because if you don't,
0: I'll kill you. All right. We're going to jump all the way back to 1998 for a British crime comedy written and directed by Guy Ritchie. He's the best. Oh, my God. Have you seen Guy Ritchie stuff? He's so good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we've got uh, Jason Fleming, Dexter Fletcher, Nick Moran, Jason Statham, Vinnie Jones, and fucking Sting. That's right. Sting's in this movie. Does he sing? No. no. Does his character have no, any bit of coolness that would necessitate Sting being in a fucking movie? No. They could have just put any plain face person on screen who <laughs> did not smile the whole time because that's what Sting did in this movie. So in Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, we follow four close friends who don't mind getting in a bit of trouble. They uh, go to play some cards after saving up a lot of money and get swindled a little bit and end up owing half a million pounds to a bad man who beats people to death with black rubber dildos. And, um, the boys got to figure out a way to make some money. So they plan a heist of their own. Uh, there's a bit more that happens and we'll get into that as we go through, I guess. And it all ends up crazily because it's a guy, Ritchie movie. So that's lock, stock and two smoking barrels. So this movie, um, for me, uh, really, what did I feel about this movie? It made me feel like Um, At the time I watched it, it was kind of like new and flashy and in your face. And so something about this movie stuck with me. And over the years, um, the number of times that I've watched this, maybe like, I don't know, I don't know, a bunch of times, um, I always like had fun with it. So that's what I remembered coming into the review.
1: Hang on. I fucking think maybe you showed me this movie way back in the day. And i liked it too because it was different than what anything i'd seen yeah and felt very um felt very unique felt um i don't know it felt like quick like it felt like everything moved quick and was snappy and punchy and all the dialogue was that and it was fucking good action for what action was there but i mean watching it this time it feels different yeah so when I yeah it does. So
2: when I when I was younger and this movie came out, I always didn't like Guy Ritchie. So I so I was like hadn't seen a lot of his movies in a while, but I had a hate on for him for for him specifically his filmmaking. And then when I watched this movie, then I remembered why I didn't like Guy Ritchie, <laughs> and uh, it was all of that that was in this movie
0: interesting that was why I hated so, so what let, I just, let's go let us know What what is that
2: i don't i i didn't understand when you were explaining the movie earlier i haven't only i haven't seen it in a long time you guys have clearly seen it more than me so i had no idea what you were talking about <laughs> so i was like that's what happened in the movie i didn't know any. i didn't know anybody's name <laughs> I didn't know who the main main character was. Then I figured out it was the main character was the card playing guy, but I didn't care about him. Is he the like, main character? There's no main. So
0: there's not a main character in this, is there? It's the four of them. The so guy
1: with the place. The cards gets the most screen time by himself. It seems like it's Tom. We were we were looking for who it was, and you're right. It because I argued that case the whole way through, actually. Yeah. Um. But come the end, it's clear that it's Tom
0: because like soap wait, soap I, wait, the cook isn't I didn't even know for what that sure. guy's
1: name was the only guy's name i knew was
2: sting the guy who had the kid chris
0: oh yeah big chris yeah big, big chris big, so, so i knew his name
2: no i knew nobody else's name how can i care about them if i don't even know their name and i can't understand when they're talking because the accents are so thick so then i can't learn any information about them
0: yeah because well, they
1: well, all shouldn't the the fact that you can't understand the accent shouldn't like, be the thing. I turned the, the, the subtitles on. Can't understand
0: the word. Yeah, I, I turned subtitles on, and I still um, there were still some like phrases I didn't I hadn't heard correctly in the past, but I always got the gist of what it's was going crazy. on, and I knew the way they talked was like it's like complicated using slangs and and um, mannerisms and patterns I'm not I'm not used to, but I will say that um, when this movie starts. They introduce you to every character in the movie, and there's lots of them immediately. Like, yeah. here are the boys, and here's some, unfortunately, they use um, they use voiceover from the guy who actually you do see in one scene working at the bar for Sting, and he plays Bricktop in yeah. Snatch, which is the next movie. Anyway, he's doing the voiceover at the start. And unfortunately, he's telling us things about these characters that we're seeing on screen. He's a card, he's a swindler, and he knows his days are numbered, and they're running away from the cops and throwing their shit in the air. And he's a really good card player, and we learn that like five minutes later because he's going to play cards. So yeah. I, I don't like those introductions, and they do the same for the other guys. And he's really clean because he works in a kitchen. Hey, keep your fingers out of my soup. It's like, okay. So that stuff. But then they go on to all the secondary characters of Nick. Um, Nick the Greek and then there's um, um, uh, then there's the guys who live next door then there's Rory oh, Breaker then there's the weed dealers then there's the two guys who go steal the shotguns am I missing anybody? like it introduces literally everybody <laughs> immediately yes, like all mention, in a row oh Big yeah Chris. Chris Big Chris and and then yeah and then Hatchet Bazar Harry. and and Harry right so it's like what the fuck it's so much to yeah, be thrown at you bet. Jesus Christ,
1: this it sounded happen. like you just did the whole cast, like the whole fucking credits at the end of a movie.
0: Yeah, everyone's got equal yeah. equal bad guy time. So it's it, you know where the hierarchy of them is, like Hatchet Harry and, and, and Bazzer Barry, whatever, is uh, they're like the kind of head honchos on one side and then Rory Breaker is the, the head honcho on the other side. But come on, I mean... It- <laughs>
2: This is movie's a mess with characters. This guy wrote this when he was on cocaine, for sure. <laughs> He's like, and then there's this character, and then this character meets this character, and then they're their own gang. Yeah, yeah. And then another character, and they're in another gang. That's what he fucking did. He just like kept throwing characters, throwing to. It was crazy. Like, it was insane. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it. And I never, ever felt like I knew anybody except for that Chris guy. I felt like I knew him but everybody else I didn't ever get a sense I knew them maybe that black guy who like talks but that guy was a terrible actor <laughs> that was terrible dialogue but I knew his character but I didn't I just, there's no one to like there's no one to cheer for there's no one to watch why am I watching this?
0: you don't oh, cheer I'm for like, the boys? What? you don't cheer for the four boys?
1: no do you?
0: <laughs> I guess See, that's
1: the thing I do but you're right they're they're all kind of bad people there's nothing really there's there's no save the cat there's no anything like that right yeah
0: and I mean Tom no is one, actually pretty aloof about putting his dad's bar in jeopardy with his like, with his nonsense Brent, Brent
1: said they it go Brent. there drinking
0: yeah no oh. but
2: Brent, Brent said it best with the dialogue every single character Brent you say it
1: you've been you've been talking about this so the thing is, is that every character, to me, anyway, seems like it's written with Guy Ritchie's voice. It's as opposed to being individual, unique characters. And the thing is, is that I don't really under like know that much about 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 England and slang. And I know that there's a bunch of different areas that have different accents and and kind of like subcultures and shit. So I understand that there's differences there, but I, it feels like all of these characters use the same voice to be carried yes, to, to the script. So what I was going to say is,
2: that is what it seems like. It seems like everybody is exactly the same. They all have the same sense of humor, they're all angry, they all like they all are intolerant, like there is nobody who's like different. They're all the same and they all talk the same. It's like a complete waste of time watching it. Like honestly, <laughs> that's how
1: I felt. I was like, I just, it's just like watching somebody <laughs> talking to themselves. Like,
0: uh, so we watched weird.
1: this. So I watched Snatch uh, the other day, oh, also, oh. to try to like catch up and to see like how things go. Yeah, that's what I want to see.
0: And Sherlock yeah, Holmes. So,
1: so the the well, that's uh, surprisingly different. But yeah. um, the Snatch had the same thing with the voice. Do you know what I mean?
0: Hmm.
1: If you hear Bricktop talk, he talks a lot like uh, Hatchet Harry might talk.
0: Yeah, I don't know yeah
1: maybe that's a style where does it spread from being a style to a
0: but they say kind of the same phrases and stuff too which within the guys group would make sense because they hang out they'd they'd be you know when they ask for sure yeah but i think what you said like kind of goes for outside of the the core group as well and i mean maybe that everyone's tied up in the underworld and that's the common thing that brings them together and they would have similar lingo but i don't know i hadn't really noticed this until you guys um mentioned it and Yeah, I mean a perfect
2: example is the four guys as a group. They all rip on each other the exact same ways. There's no weak guy in the group. Everybody rips on everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's not. There's no alpha. There's like no structure to that group. They all just like look at each other and rip on each other all the time. (laughs) And like, there's no boss. It doesn't make any sense. Like, because he doesn't know how to write individual characters. I guess.
0: Huh. Interesting. Well, I mean, so part of part of the movie that got me off on a bad foot was the card game that they played, where they lost the money. Um, yeah, and and, and that's so a confusing fucking. Scene. What's the game called? Three card. Three card brag. Three card brag, and I think the boys looked into this a little bit, but couldn't really figure it out. But I mean, all we could assume is that some of the rules are similar to poker. It would just be more like a three card poker. So there's a bunch of specialized hands, and then eventually you'd get to pairs being better yeah. than each other and all that. And the way the betting would work would, you know, you have to have a dealer position, you go around clockwise, everyone gets their chance to act, or the the high showing card can act or whatever the, like, you know, however they have it structured, there's still be would structured betting. Um so what we're told is that Tom is a phenom phenom poker player or sorry, yeah. three card brag player. I don't know, card player. And he has this like mystic ability to make cards appear and if you think that they're like putting that out there for us to read into that he's a cheat, he's not. Uh, that's never established. It looks like he's just. No, they
1: say they say it's not that he can make cards appear. It's that he notices the little, the the subtle movements in a person, so ah. he can read the person. Right. He's a good leader of people. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the game starts and they they fast, fast fly through a lot of the action um, and they do establish that, that Barry the second in command to Harry has a camera on the card game perfectly positioned and for it to work uh, Tom would only have been able to hold up his cards in a certain way every time that they could otherwise they wouldn't be able to see it like he doesn't protect his cards. Forget that. You protect your freaking cards, buddy. Like, there's a yeah, reason the poker...
1: camera's got to have a wide
0: angle, Oh, right? totally. And, like, he's got to, like, zoom and fo- pull focus on the camera, too, as he's messing around, and it's shorting out. So I, I don't like that stuff either. And then he's got a, a tippy-tap system, electric system going to Harry's legs so he can do Morse code for what cards the kid has. Anyway, when the poker action is going, you get a sense that Tom is winning, but you, you don't. it doesn't ever show his skill at the card game. Um, and then, then it jumps to the final hand of the of his night anyway, where he's basically like bullied into betting more than he has, and it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. He's first of all, he's playing a very what appears to be a weak hand, and we beg any of our fans out there uh, if you've played this game and can say why his hand was maybe the second best when Harry had the best. But I just for me, it looked like a pair of sevens beat a pair of sixes in a game where not only do the pairs and three of a kind go up from there, but then there are other additional hands on top of that, that will beat it as well. Um, Yeah. So so he just, he, he comes out way too hot. He goes past the point of logical bluffing to make Harry think he's got a hand. Harry's like, Harry's doing the playing way overconfident thing where like, you just know he's got a hand, but Tom doesn't seem to pick up on that all. And then uh, when Tom, Doesn't call a bet that Harry makes. Harry says, "I'll loan you the money." And by the way, it's not what I said before. It's like more than that now. It's double. Now it's half a million. You just you can't you can't do that. And like the fact that the guy you're beating is trying to loan you money. Now you could maybe argue that that's a ruse to try and get someone to fold. But Eddie is ready to fold his cards, and he won't let him. So that's when you know don't do that, don't be in this hand.
2: Yeah, yeah, don't be an idiot.
0: It makes, so it's, for me, like, I, I like I like playing some poker, and um, it's just, like, common sense of cards. Like, it, this isn't that this movie is 20 years old and poker wasn't popular at the time. Like, the card makes, like, less sense than the uh, Casino Royale final hand yeah. in, in that James Bond movie. What
2: it seems like is, what it seems like is the writer and the director has never, ever played cards, or seen cards being played, or have ever been first. in a casino? Yeah, just never Dude. been in a casino. It's like a person who doesn't know anything about cards
1: directed a scene about cards. Dude, why, why, like, why should I believe anything the fucking narrator says with all this voiceover when he's so clearly lied to our fucking faces about this guy? Why yeah. talk about what a fucking phenom the character is and what a fucking great card player he is? To even make a point when he calls fucking Hatchet Harry says, "I got the money." Harry gets off and he starts talking to the Baptist, and the Baptist tells him he's a fucking liability, he's so good. yeah. And like Hatch to Harry wouldn't be a slouch, he's having a very high stakes fucking game. So he's a good player, right? You can guarantee, right? You could could lead that way probably with safety. Oh yeah, 100%. So the fact that Tom's going to this game and is considered to be such a fucking liability that they need to cheat. Just on him.
0: Immediately. They don't like slow roll him or they don't make him a whale. Like not that he had tons of cash, but like they could have like let him get comfortable with the game, maybe win some of the money back that he will end up re gambling after he takes it from others if he's such a good player. Like there's reasons to keep someone like that around
1: there's nothing going on here. They And like John said, like they, they tell us that he's, um, that he's a fucking savant at picking up on subtle, subtle movements in a person that would like give him a hint of what their intention was and how they would lean towards poker. Never does it. And the fucking narrator has been telling us about every single character the whole time. Yeah. Like,
0: because they don't, don't have any, a, they anything. don't have any time to do any character you're development. Like, yeah. Even yeah, the, you're like,
1: wait a second, <laughs> like
2: wait a second, is the narrator
0: sarcastic? <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> was such a good player.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's gotta be. That's gotta be. Yeah, that we just don't get the sophisticated British accents because you know we're just <laughs> that Canadians.
1: So cute. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of that dubbing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all they have to do is change the voiceover, and it completely changes the movie.
0: It's true. Yeah, it's he true. Makes the
2: person so sarcastic. They say true. everything like that. I love it. Yeah.
0: So I mean, they <laughs> so exact
2: same words. Though you don't rewrite; it's the exact same word.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think um, because there's so many, not just people. There's so many gangs and groups in this. You don't spend a lot of maybe any one-on-one time with any character, either one character is with another that's in a gang, and then you see that character later with their gang, or they're a middleman, and they're always with different characters. It, it, It really doesn't lend itself well to smooth storytelling or character development, because you're only seeing how the groups react to each other, and then the individuals within the groups have no personalities other than the voiceover and what we're told, and some of the actions we see them doing. And honestly... So the guys, um, the guys come up with actually a really smart plan to rob their neighbors. Um, kudos to them for that. And you know, you can sell some of the, um, some of what happens after this to their inexperience. They're not really into these level of heists. They were maybe working up that way. Um, but you don't rob your neighbors and then put all the weed and cash in your apartment. That's like through a paper thin wall next to them and then go out and get (laughs) drunk yeah. With, with half a million dollars in weed and another half a million dollars or more in cash just sitting back there 10 feet from who you just stole it from. Which,
1: by the way, that bag of half a million dollars in cash, you owe to a gentleman named Hatchet Harry. Yes. And your first action after the successful heist wasn't like, before anything happens to this cash, I need to get it in his hands. It was let's go get fucking ripped and leave the money right next door from where we took it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You just drive straight there as soon as you get your hands on it. The Instantly, guy runs a sex you shop. You drop those guys and go. The
0: guy runs a you sex can count shop, it so that later. shit's you can count it it's at open. Yeah, this shit's open. He's open all night at that place. He has like crazy let's customers. Say he,
2: let's say he grabs it and takes it to Hatton Harry's, and it's four hundred thousand thirty dollars. Who gives a fuck? Don't count it. Just take yeah. it to him, and they'll, oh, be I still owe you seventy, but. I just rang you at 430 like what the fuck just take the money to him because don't they count it and See, like iron it
0: then couldn't you have written, yeah, couldn't, you have written it, it, couldn't you have written it couldn't oh, you have written it where yeah, yeah. couldn't you have written it where the um, because they take it to hatchet Harry then Rory Breaker ends up going after Harry and they have an altercation that way too like there's a way you could have maybe mess, you can't done it no you can't change any <laughs> of this no. I always try
2: but I ain't trying to fix this one
0: it's just there's so much like You're what's right. with, like what kind of movie is this? When Nick is at Rory Breaker's place, he thinks it's a good idea to hold a glass, like a full foot over a glass table and then let it go. And then seems surprised when it smashes through. Then he that does it every time. second time. He drops it from an equal height through the empty hole, which would have been yeah. okay if he had it like had it level with the table and let it go. But he has an issue like dropping glasses from a foot in the air. It just, it makes no sense. Um, it, seems like, a guy like that. it seems like it seems like force. a
2: terrible writer. snatch can't be better than this. Is it better than this, Brent? I think it's better.
0: But only because like, of Brad Pitt is, is awesome say, as the pikey.
1: Let's say this is a zero. What is, what is that one? You can't give me a scale where something out of zero to ten is a zero. Like everything <laughs> so no, is. So if you compare this as a zero, what is snatch? a four? Jesus Christ. If this a is zero. ground level... if it's this not is ground a zero. Level, It's not a zero. <laughs> I think this is... A, uh, this may be the two, then. Alexander is way worse than this.
0: Yeah, that I will say. I mean, they're,
1: Alexander the, maybe is a zero, and then this is a two.
0: That's so really
1: f- fine. I think it's I could still five. like it better than a two, too. But yeah, it's not should be like a five.
0: Now listen, some of the characters in this are funny, and there are funny scenes. And like um so the scene where the um the girl is in the couch and no one knows she's there and then she pops up and grabs the bren gun and does that whole crazy shit like i like that that still made me I like, like the slow mo
1: there actually the yeah the way they show that gun yeah. fire yeah and the fucking it looks so gritty i'm sure that's just because they couldn't afford good film because guy richie like borrowed and stealed to fucking get the money for the end of this
0: yeah and there's like um, some there's some funny stuff too that you end up laughing a little bit at, but ju- it's just not it's not enough to carry the story, whatever story there is here. Like,
1: yeah, snatch is a six, and this is a a f- fuck horrible. <laughs> <fun. laughs> <laughs> a fucking shit. Of- we gonna say this is a fucking piece of shit? Oh wow! Nope, but I'm say. Oh wow! This is a <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing is like John's saying, like there's, there's, there's enjoyable components. And so like, you're not going to fucking hate a movie completely if it's got enjoyable components. To yeah. It. Like you're going to, you're going to still enjoy your time. Sometimes this movie definitely could have been snipped, cut fucking big time.
0: Holy cow. Um, yeah. No, you
1: have to, I they cannot be
2: fixed in editing. There's too many characters. You have to edit a whole storyline.
0: Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's they should have chosen a little bit of a simpler storyline, but um, but like with more focus on the four main characters and have them like rewritten to be a little bit more unique.
2: You know, what we'll use, we'll call this from now on, a story that's like this, we'll call it a humpy dumpty. <laughs> because it cannot be put back together because it's <laughs> like one of those Star Wars movies.
0: Yeah, true. It's
2: a Star... Star Wars Episode One, because of the way they had all the different things going on, it's a humpy dumpy. You cannot edit your way out of that movie. You yeah. cannot. You're fucked.
1: You could have probably made a pretty tight TV uh, episode out of this movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> like
0: maybe. twenty
2: minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. it will be a stretch.
0: Yeah. Like it's a mess. It's a humpy dumpy. This bitch. The, the, did you notice how they they introduced? They introduced Rory Breaker's character and then in an unrelated <laughs> scene later they describe why he's such a badass and it cuts back to a scene just before the guys got to the bar. Yeah, It's just like the weirdest way to introduce and tell you how badass a character is. Like what he did is kind I, of badass but the way it all goes down in the movie with the structure and the edits, it's like, what?
1: See, I actually don't mind that. Colin called that out too. He was like, he was like, because that guy goes on fire, and he goes, "Oh, there's just a guy on fire, I guess." And like he, like he said, he didn't see the movie that much, so he didn't know what was fucking happening. But and then later, when they when they mention, they tell the story. I don't mind that. It's so it's it's a it's, subtle enough thing that that happens, and then they talk. So it's, weird it's, that it's, you ed- edit it that way.
0: Yeah, like the, you do the callback to that. Like it could have been an unrelated Rory Breaker story. Why did it have to relate to that particular thing? And. I don't know. The funniest part of that is the guy who's telling the story about the ding-dong tickler at the nuclear sub or whatever the fuck, all that slang, because they have to have subtitles up. It's so crazy, which I think probably is what drove him to have the Pikey character because people must have loved that scene and let him know. And he's like, oh, I'll have a crazy character you can't understand at all. Yeah, Brad Pitt, by the way, fucking kills that role. Of course. Yeah. Of
2: course. That's why I've seen Snatch more than once It's because Brad Pitt...
1: Right, the best I part always of
2: that movie. But I would like to see the structure on that movie because I have a feeling the structure on that movie and the editing and stuff. I know that he steals some cool things from other directors in,
1: yeah. in his
2: next movie. And uh, and like when Brad Pitt falls through the uh, ring and goes into the water yeah. or whatever when he gets hit,
1: yeah.
2: all that stuff looks really good. But all those metaphors are stole from train-spotting. He stole the credit sequence from Run Lola Run. He, like, stole the exact credit sequence from Run
0: Lola yeah, Run. Yeah,
2: yeah, You have to see Run Lola Run and then watch, see the credit sequence of that movie. It is crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
2: anyway, I, I but I always like Brad Pitt. I thought, I just, because that character is so interesting. Maybe that's the only interesting character the guy wrote in these two movies.
0: I know in Snatch there's more character development, there's fewer characters, and he focuses on yeah, a few more. So yeah, that's there's probably.
1: There's a lot less, okay. less characters. Yeah. I mean, it's hardly, it's hardly less. Yeah, you're Is right. You really?
0: No, you're right. Oh well, yeah. Because
1: the. You've, you've got, you've got the boxing promoters. You've got Brick Talk. You've got um, the him jewel, and his gang. The
0: Jewel Store owners. You've,
1: the Jewel Store owners. you got um, Brick Top's Oh my like, God. The guys that, that, that Rob um, Brick Top's uh, bookie place. Yeah. And then they have the dog, like the uh, Tyrone and his Yeah, gang. yeah. So you have them, you have the Pikeys
0: um yeah that's if true
1: you, if you read if you, if you, you, you have a uh, tony <laughs> bullet tooth whatever bullet tooth tony and avi what's that called yeah an avi we too. do this
2: movie me and you are watching this movie together and then that way i can look over
0: at you at the, on the other end of the couch to time, and then and you have like shut up then you have <laughs> nick the head and you have uh uh who's the russian guy he's got a funny oh, name too that's uh, t- t- uh,
1: uh Boris the,
0: Bullet Dodger. Boris the Bullet Dodger. So it's more nicknames in that one. More drawn out In this one, it's shorter names like Soap and Bacon.
1: Yeah, there's no way to
2: six. But you're, you're being generous to give
1: that a six. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know so it, too Six, six you is a very low. Rate.
0: Is there anything you liked about this movie, yeah. Colin? Did you <laughs> did you get did you like any scene grab your interest? See
2: all of the things. I think all the things you guys thought were funny would have still been funny had it been a better movie but because i was getting so mad at how bad it was that when all the things that were good would pop up and come out like some of the action and the gunplay or some of the humor that was good the couple of clips and jokes there's one i really laughed at. i can't remember what it is that would have come out better had the movie not been so bad but i was so annoyed that like
1: then that stuff just got me more annoyed I yeah, mean, like, we should say that Colin did not go into this movie as an objective observer. <laughs> we had already argued about it, um, and then when we watched it together, I think Colin uh, had an interest in proving me wrong, uh, <laughs> for which, sure. he, which he did do. <laughs> but, but I think his focus was on extra on looking for problems. And uh, I'm trying to watch that. it neutral.
2: We, we were watching on either side of the couch for social distancing for COVID, and uh, I would look over at Brent from time to time when something bad happened on the
1: screen, and he would be like, "Shut up!"
0: We don't say anything.
1: It didn't start that way. It started with me explaining to him what was happening. He's like, Who's I this? Had no what idea are the fuck about these people? And I was like, that's fucking Tommy, this fucking bacon <laughs> this fucking whatever. And he's like he's like, Why do I give a fuck? We're like we're arguing about the movie <laughs> five minutes into the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That sounds about right. That sounds about right.
2: It was really bad though. I do want to watch Snatch, though, with you guys. Let's, if we're gonna do that when we should watch it together.
0: Yeah. I think this was a movie too that got Jason Statham's career kicked off. It's
2: his first one. Yep. this is his first movie. Yeah, yeah. So he does a good job, man.
0: Yeah, he's, fu- he's fine. He's
2: fine. There, is there any Jason Statham movies that you guys really like? Um, still, I mean, still, like I used to like Transporter.
0: I used to, but so. I haven't seen the original Transporter in so long. And then he did yeah, a few that of them. You know what, is I, I watched um, a few of his movies that ended up streaming that, like, they probably never even went to theater, Where he, one where he has to protect a little Chinese girl, and another one where, I don't know, some, I don't know, what the fuck, the, the story doesn't matter, but he's always kicking tons of ass, and the action's somewhat decent, they're never mind-bending movies, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, what about the Cranked? I think Cranked was actually, I think it leaned yeah, into is itself. That
1: one, is that the one where he keeps needing to fucking get adrenaline rushes yeah yeah so he, so it's that
0: now. movie might lean into itself enough to not be horrible so maybe that one. because oh, he's chelios chev chelios in that
1: <laughs> do you know what he's good in is spy
0: oh yeah De- with that Dex- um, comedy with
1: melissa mccarthy yeah
0: yeah right
2: yeah i don't necessarily think he's a bad actor i
1: think he has a bad agent and he gets bad roles This is his job. This is what his 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 niches. He's a fucking such a likable guy. Yeah. I like him a lot, even though I like don't really care about a lot of these movies. He's fast and the furious too.
0: Yeah. So good good for him. I mean, like, yeah. Get rich, buddy. You're you're likable. That's what we can say about you, Jason Statham. You're
2: (laughs) likable. You take that likability and you be a star
0: But like the Meg the Meg didn't really work out at all.
2: No, the Meg's a piece of shit. Yeah.
0: So that that's a strike, uh, but that's oh, you know I get the sense that? it would just be it would just be like him not giving the not given the right material. If he's given good material, he can do well with it. And I might not ever have him as my leading man, uh, but he would certainly be in there as like lead henchman or main bad guy maybe.
1: Put him in your Johnny Rocket. Put him and in my Johnny Rocket. You haven't seen the Shitty Meg. You know what's scarier than a giant shark?
0: Chicken And even Giants are (laughs) sharks. The end. (laughs) Don't watch. Do not watch. (laughs) Uh, Okay. um, Well, Colin, why don't you take us down the road of lock stock and two smoking barrels? Yeah, I'll take this down.
2: Now, I honestly don't know what more I can say about this. I find it's a mess. I like that the new term, Humpty Dumpty. I feel like that really describes this movie. Uh, It's just a bad screenplay. It was badly conceived and badly directed. and, And I don't think Guy Ritchie... Establishes any characters in this movie, and that you ha- you you cannot do that. He thinks qual- it's quality quantity over quality. That's what he thinks. He thinks I just have a bunch, I throw a bunch of people in here, right? But it's actually you want quality when it comes to the characters. That's who you can't skimp on. All the other Jill- shit, special effects, film, action, you can skimp on all that shit
1: as long as you have good characters. It's like it's like um, somebody should have given him some advice, hmm. yeah, and and said said less this, more this.
0: But I mean, yeah. like, you have to you have to. Um, this was Guy Ritchie's first kind of movie that anyone gave him money for. This movie was made for like a million dollars, so for
1: the constraints too that he had on this movie, yeah. I think it's well done considering it's basically like. Well, it's totally independent. At the end, they yeah. they revoked the funding after like, giving him funding, they revoked it. Yeah, and he like, like sold pieces, I think, to his like aunts and uncles and stuff like that, trying to I know. To get so I'll funding. give you guys
2: a quick example, then. So this to me is the exact same movie for Guy Ritchie as Quentin Tarantino's uh, Reservoir Dogs. So they had the same budget. Reservoir had a million dollars, and Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino made a movie and he made a fucking movie. Now compare those I mean, Their first
1: movies they directed and that movie is a piece of shit. <laughs> he should have stopped Jesus. making movies. I mean, those this. aren't the same realm. Why wow. do you start comparing people's Dogs? directing to like the pinnacle of directors? He just like,
2: saw Reservoir Dogs and he should have been like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be a filmmaker. Maybe I should be a baker. <laughs> oh come on. Something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well another way to look at it is he made the best of a bad situation, made like thirty million off of this one million, and um I mean at least got his career fired up and and he was given shitloads of money to do some amazing. So it's
2: a bad thing. Big budgets. What
0: are you saying? Well, I mean the hope would be that you'd recover and make some improvements and uh I don't know remember the last time I watched Guy Ritchie's library um sequentially so
2: I will I will say I like Sherlock Holmes but I like the first Sherlock Holmes movie because of Robert Downey Jr not Guy Richie.
0: yeah like, anything I be- Robert Downey
2: Jr is in, he like better
0: I think if I yeah, watched that Sherlock Holmes today I, I wouldn't be into it like I wonder you're probably um, right because I,
2: the writing I bet even writing fails even Robert Downey the writing probably fucking fails him
0: yeah it's. Uh, I know the second one. I did definitely did not like the second Sherlock. No, nope, um, I did
2: not like the second one either. I thought the first one was good, but I haven't rewatched it.
0: Yeah, like this movie, I likened a lot to uh, Boondock Saints in terms of w- when it first yeah, came out. Actually. I was like, I was but like, I low like budget. States and you guys both like that movie. I didn't like that one either. Yeah, and now I bet if I went and watched that, I'd probably poke some some pretty big holes. So like this one, I think appealed oh, to me. Oh
2: no, that's worse. That might
0: be worse than that. It might be. It might be. And I think um, I, this movie appealed to me originally because it seemed at the time like it had a complex story um, because there was so much going on. And I was probably like, "Ah, oh, I'm just not smart enough to get some of it. And I'll have to watch this 50 times to really understand what's going on. But now watching it and taking that kind of step back on trying to be impressed and, and get caught up with either the hype or... You know, maybe it was just an appreciation of a low-budget movie that I thought was hitting above its weight in certain areas. But when I when I look back at it now, it yeah, it's a mess. It's just a mess. <laughs> yeah. It's a crazy well, mess. Uh,
1: what's 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 your verdict? I,
0: it I don't, it doesn't hold up. I mean, no, I don't I don't think it no, I don't think it holds up. I was gonna say like, was it ever? really as good as I thought but from where I held it in regard for when I saw it for the first time and cool. the number of times I watched it after that to the way I watched it today and I'm like with this critical lens and I mean yeah we keep learning every I learn from you guys and what you're looking at and I can make snap calls on what I agree with and don't agree with but at least I get the principles behind like structure and story and um, like those are kind of the most important elements the characters structure and story and you can work around the rest of it you can have a boring quote-unquote boring movie in one set location that can be amazing because you pull it through with an interesting story and some people can act the shit out of it and they're interesting to watch. Yeah. And you can have giant f- moving, roving space battles or whatever the fuck it is you're doing and it's a complete piece of shit because they don't have anything structure or story-wise around it. So, yeah, yeah,
2: like the characters we were just talking, the last time we did a podcast we did Ronan and uh, the, the character, that whole movie like is all about the characters. Yeah. And that movie held
0: up? Yeah, totally did. Yeah, so and the unf- writing
2: was good and the story was simple. It was not complicated. Why is this movie so complicated? What the fuck was he thinking? I
0: just think he was trying to like make a name for himself and trying to pull something together and it was like this is my shot and it, if I if I just do a normal movie about four guys who get caught up in a heist, it's going to be like any other heist movie and I might have good characters but they won't be memorable. I don't know, no one'll see the movie, but if I make this crazy thing and it has this this ending with the guy leaning over the bridge do 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 and the music comes in they're going to be like that movie that one and they did so like that much at least i respect um, but it doesn't save the movie at the end of the day and like i said you would have hoped he would have hopped off to fixing some of those mistakes but he seems to have like leaned into elements of his style and stuff like that and i don't know if he's writing not all his why. own movies did he write the gentleman the recent release one did he write that too yeah i will,
1: I will not and watch by the that. way
0: it's
2: fucking dog shit. Yeah, I won't watch it. I as soon as I found it with
1: him, I won't watch it. And I think I'm an apologist out of the three of us uh,
0: <laughs>
1: for a lot of bad stuff. And I can't, I can't apologize for any of that. It's, yeah. uh it's, it's so fucking boring. Yeah, That's what and, with, exactly and with that cast, man, it yeah. shouldn't be.
0: No. That's what it is when you don't care about the characters with the bad
2: writing. If you don't care about the characters, they could be doing like John said. They could be flying on the in a space station that's blowing up and falling out of the sky. And if you don't care about them or like them, you won't give a fuck what's happening to them. So no matter how good it looks or how no matter how expensive the movie was. That's why. That's where they need to invest. Like Marvel movies. Say what you will about the Marvel movies, but like I fucking like the first Avengers movie. I love. Bruce, I love Bruce Banner. Uh, our, that is that his name, The Hulk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I loved his character. I loved uh, Mark Ruffalo. I loved, I loved uh, Thor. I, was t- I always love Iron Man, like, not in every movie because some of them suck. But, like, I <laughs> love those characters. That's why those movies are so good. Yeah. That's why people, those movies are the highest grossing movies.
0: Yeah, they're complex characters, even in the world that they're being put in. And,
2: but you like them. Like, yeah, exactly, because they
0: struggle and they overcome and... I don't know. These guys in this movie definitely struggled, but I just didn't give a shit this time.
2: Oh, well, they struggle, But they, once again, like me and Brent were talking about it, everything happens for them to just get the money back. They don't have to make any decisions or do anything or take any action.
0: Yeah, it falls back
2: into their lap.
0: And the yeah. movie is also a giant coincidence, all of it. Yeah. It's just coincidence after coincidence. There's nothing tangible that links these things together. It's like throwing milk. On the hood of a car, which happens in Snatch actually. So that's a it's bad example but it's the first draft, man.
2: It's the first draft. Think think you had a, some ideas in here about Julie and Heist and cards and stuff. It's that first draft. And then you go <laughs> back in and you're like, What the fuck's this story about? Who's the main character? And then you just start rewriting again. Yeah. That's what happened. He just he just fucking whipped us under some
0: napkin. We've he been Lucas l- did. We've been using a
2: yellow Lego
0: pad with a pencil. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say we've been using um, this online tool called Miro to um, to work on some like storyboard stuff for for script writing. And if you took this movie and tried to visually represent it using like (laughs) a nodes or something like that, it would be so crazy. So that that's your there's a litmus test right there to be like, does your does your structure and your character structure look like this? then don't do the movie because it's crazy. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It's like those
1: balls with the suction cups all over the outside of them. Every one of those is a thought bubble or a fucking new character idea. Yeah. There's no fucking, there's no interlacing anything. Just everything just doesn't touch itself.
0: Like I swear I've seen this movie, but instead of like gangs of people going against each other, it was just individuals. Like, there would be a card player who loses money and owes, so he has to go find a way to get the money back, and there'd be a drug dealer who deals drugs, and it's his weed that's stolen by another guy who's, I don't know, like, you could cut most of the characters out of this movie. That's
2: already a better idea. Yeah. You could have four characters represent one character. Yes. So, and they have all the ticks of those four. Yes. Yeah, so now yeah. you have, like, this four-dimensional four character, and so it's all just one single
0: person, not team. Yeah.
2: That already is a better script, Johnny.
0: Yay. Fixing lives. Already. Yeah, Way I know. better script. Yeah.
2: And now you don't have to change that much anymore. Cause <laughs> now you like care about the fucking people. It's still
0: a Humpty Dumpty, but we're on the way. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. We could like fucking just burn this thing to the ground and we build.
0: Yep. I think that'd be how to start it. Then at least you'd have some interesting characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, though, you got trash. Uh, Brent, you never call. it. We should
2: that. It. We should call it, we should call whatever two block
1: fucking barrel the good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bearable version. Yes. The barrel Double barrel.
0: Double barrel version, yeah.
1: 2.0.
0: What do you got, Brent?
1: Uh, yeah, it doesn't hold up. It's Brent too Arch- clever Arch- by half. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's too clever by half. It's, um, he, he, I think he got a little pumped by having a fucking an idea. Like what he? I think what he wanted to do was like fucking British crime Mongolia or uh, not Mongolia. uh, Fucking Magnolia. Yeah. Right.
0: (laughs) Mongolia works too with the chaos (laughs) and action. This is just no Genghis Khan.
1: He wanted Mongolia, (laughs) but he got total Tibet. What a fucking dummy. Um, No, he, I think he was trying to do like a Magnolia thing where it's like this, this, a bunch of these separate stories come together at the end, right? And it's yeah. like this this um, really interesting and fucking um, satisfying kind of finale, but it doesn't seem like he's able, well, it doesn't seem, he, he is not able in this movie anyways to do that. Mm. Uh, like you said, it's just, it's a fucking shame that the characters are all, like, all I know is that the weed dealers are weed dealers, those gangsters are gangsters, the gang, like Colin said, are all the same person. So there's not even any kind of thing about that that I know. He explains everyone is, has a different personality at the beginning, but you never see any example no. of
0: it. No, they're all like, like the, they're all lo- low-level criminals with hearts of gold. That's what they well, all except are. Except
1: for Soap, he tells us that Soap fucking takes great pride in the fact that he has no, no um, interactions with crime or anything kind of gray. However, he Loves. puts up zero fight. Yeah, and all of a sudden they're going to go rob these guys, and not only does he put up zero fight. But he brings knives, and he like wants to like big fuck off knives, like whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like back to the thing, like why have this voiceover if you're gonna mischaracterize everybody? The only reason that voiceover is there is to try to provide any kind of depth to the characters. Yeah, and it, it never doesn't. comes through.
0: No, it's only guy, says. If
1: this guy doesn't want to fucking get his hands dirty, then he should oppose these decisions to rob things a little bit more. There should be more of that. Yeah. I think there's like a small discussion that's brought up, and they basically say, "Like, got any other ideas?" Nope. Let's do it. Yeah. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, and that's why that's how it's why you know this guy can't write. He can't write character, so he can't write dialogue. Because everyone just talks exactly the same? So it just feels like uh, like if it was a heartbeat pattern, it would just be flatline. It's like <laughs> <laughs> The whole fucking movie. Oh beep. my god! It's like what the fuck? No. So, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like,
0: this analogy brought to you <laughs> by Colin. All right. That's what it is. Isn't oh,
2: it? That, Isn't that what it feels like? It's sufferable. I, I was
0: I, I honestly I like my. I was watching it about. Uh, I watched this quickly, but um, about halfway through, I just I gave up on thinking that it was gonna be able to recover and it just it didn't the, the the start of this movie really put me off with the the first 10 minutes just constantly introducing characters we can have side characters we know who they are Brent just talked about who all of them are so we didn't need to spend cuddly buddy buddy time with them we just need maybe needed to know they were there not you just can't you can't save this it's crazy it's it's, it's God the, damn it. right guy it's and just
1: Colin actually lobbied to not do this on the show yeah. when we were watching it. He was like, it's too bad to watch. Let's just not do it. <laughs> and I was
0: like,
1: what? That's we, exactly when you want to do something.
0: We have to share the whys, though, people. We must teach teach people our flawed ways. Oh, I'm the wrong person Why? if I don't teach anything about this. Yeah. Well, um, I will say, yeah, disappointing. Very disappointing, this movie. It was a big letdown, and um, except for Colin, he knew it was coming the whole time. Bravo. Fuck you. Guys, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm gonna put the i I'm sending our poster to your Instagram.
0: Oh yeah. Shit. Uh well, I don't even know if he has Instagram. I don't know. We'll see. Um Johnny, I'll do a good poster for you, Mr. Richie. I do, I'll do a real good poster for this one okay uh thanks for listening everybody it was great to have you along uh we hope you're as sad about this movie as we are and if you disagree uh too bad well i guess you could let us know yeah do that why don't you do that um listen at the end of the show for the details how to get in touch and as always everybody enjoy your day and enjoy your shit